Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy D-Dub back with another insert for you guys. It's your favorite podcaster back in the building. Good to be here. Good to be alive. Suffering from a mild cold, but that's not going to stop me from talking to y'all. We have some things to talk about. Thank you for listening to the last podcast. Pride is the devil. Very deep statement by my man J. Cole. As we move along the terms of music um, and this podcast... It's titled, This is Bigger Than Life, inspired than none other by the late Nipsey Hussle. And I'm not too far from Crenshaw. But I'm not going to talk on a musical tip right now. There's some things that have happened this past week as I come back to Earth through my ascension and thought. You know, you have to come and kind of see what's going on around you. And there were some things that was made public that we really need to discuss. Um, like, for example, the death of Ronald Green. That arrest, that whole scenario. Uh, it's just, I just have to discuss it. There's nothing, nothing I could do to get around that. But we will still be focusing on pride, because it is the devil. And you'll see how holding on to pride can lead to erroneous behavior that is not favorable to our humanity. And most importantly, I'd like to welcome you to this curriculum of life to see if you have the capacity to break free from the programs that have been beset before you so that you may understand higher knowledge, higher learning, uh, which is called a university. Oh, how deep is that? They call universities the institution of higher learning, right? Well, we live in the universe, so this life must be a curriculum that prepares you for the institution of higher dimensions in understanding thought and knowledge. So you have to kind of raise your frequency above those things that you see and pursue your dreams in unconditional love because that's who you are. Do not pay attention to what you see, but pay attention to your dreams that is based upon love that will manifest itself as long as you stay focused and you grind. It will come to pass. You will graduate. Anyway, I know I sound like I'm all over the place, but let's discuss the unfortunate situation of Ronald Green. For those of you who do not know, Ronald Green was um, an African-American male who engaged in a police pursuit. Um, And when he was finally caught... The police officers in Louisiana approached his car rather aggressively. Just look it up on YouTube, any social media um, site that you like to consume information. You can see the video there and then make a judgment for yourself to determine whether or not the actions of those officer were, officers were over the top or reasonable. But here's the thing. Um, he stated this very profound statement. And we're going to evaluate this statement wholeheartedly. I am scared. I'm sorry. I'm your brother. Silence is there to emphasize how deep that statement is. But it still led to an unfortunate and unwanted result for Mr. Green. And it gave the officers who were fooled filled with pride the opportunity to unleash the egotistical analysis 
of Mr. Green. Now you see why we have to relinquish it. They approached the vehicle with tasers, with high vulgarity and language. I mean, acting as if he was an armed and dangerous individual. There's no evidence of any weapon. There's no evidence of resistance. This is just a man who willfully admitted that he was scared and he was apologetic and he was sorry. First of all, we got to talk about this power of fear and how Donald, not, not Donald Green, Ronald Green, I'm sorry, may have particularly manifested this reaction upon himself by reacting fearfully, thereby attracting the energy that allowed this rage to come into his existence. But we also have to talk about the pride of the officers that allowed themselves to go without in-depth of analysis or even empathy towards this man who admitted to his fear to unleash this terror that ultimately ended his life. Now, I'm stammering here because it's just very tough to watch. But when I see things of this magnitude, I have to look at it from a perspective as to what is it that we need to learn. So there's certain equations that you need to kind of replace so that you may be able to understand this more thoroughly. Number one, first and foremost, if those of you who listen to my podcast and you read my introductory title in the in the page, in the cover page of my podcast is, we're going to talk truth and not be triggered by it. Because if you're coming here with your ego, if you have not removed your pride, you're not going to understand what I'm saying, and you're going to be offended. You will be offended. I will tell you live and direct right here, you can call me anything in the book, even a nigger, and I won't be offended. Because I know who I am. I am a divine being of light. That is the same as you and everybody else in this world. And any title that you put upon myself, I can transmute it into power unto myself. So yeah, feel free if you want to call me a nigger. It's all good. Don't matter. I'm not offended. Not true of everyone, but true of those who come into my podcast and listen. It won't bother you. So now let's look at this with the removing of our pride and egos. What we can learn from this situation on a human standpoint, human, we're going back to oneness. And in order for us to go back to oneness, we have to deduce everything to a human standpoint. We have to operate under the true core foundation of humanity, period. So, Let's take color out of this equation and evaluate this circumstance with Mr. Ronald Green. And then make the ultimate determination. Was this behavior from the officers appropriate? Absolutely not. Therefore, should there be a consequence for their actions? Absolutely. And should there be appropriate justice 
made for Ronald Green. Absolutely. So why do we have to wait two years for an ongoing investigation to prove this, <laughs> my God, indelible, inevitable, unequivocal fact that there should be some type of reprimand for the actions taken against Mr. Green. Doesn't matter what color you are. I don't care if you're whatever race you are or whatever political ideology you hold on to or whatever country you believe is greater than or less than. Just looking at this situation from a human standpoint in its simplicity, what is the appropriate course of action? It's very easy. Now, yes, it might have been true that Mr. Green did partake into some illegal substances like cocaine, and he may have been driving under the influence. That's very true, but does that still warrant the reactions from those police officers? Does it? Absolutely not. And I'm not saying this in hostility. I'm saying this in fairness. I don't know why, as human beings, we tend to add complexity to situations that are rather obvious in their interpretation. When, when you find complexity and perplexity in any circumstance, always go down to the core of its meaning and you will find the simplest of answers. I don't care what it is. In this situation, the core of this circumstance that needs resolve is basically a human perspective. And then number two, accountability. I hold Mr. Green accountable for the actions that led to this unfortunate circumstance. Number one, he shouldn't have ran from the police. But that's what fear will do. Fear will attract unwanted results. It will attract outcomes that will never go to our favor. This is why we need to defeat pride. Because pride also leads to fearful reactions. And fearful reactions lead to destructive behaviors. You put a rat in the corner of a room who's faced with human beings that look like it wants to take its life and that rat will become vicious and will attack you. The only time anyone will use a weapon, okay, in any circumstance is when they feel as if there's something they need to defend. That's number one. And number two, when they are afraid, of the individual that they're dealing with. So what does that say about our pride and fear? We got to relinquish it. If we remove this devil, then we have an opportunity for better outcomes because we will hear each other and will react to each other accordingly. So who knows if Mr. Green wouldn't have ran from the police and just complied with their original request upon, upon being pulled over, he still probably would have faced a penalty of his cocaine, you know, consumption. 
And that's probably at the base, the reason as to why he ran. Now, let's go even deeper than that. Where did the cocaine come from? And why is it there? That's also very deep. Cocaine is a debilitating chemical that came into our communities in the version of crack that ultimately devastated families, devastated the upbringing of children, tore down communities, and gave the U.S. government the ability to profit from that destruction. It's infused all over the projects. It's infused all over minority communities. And it was done so intentionally by the central intelligence agencies. Now, why is that? Oh, because we have a prison industrial complex in which people can invest money into to make profit from. So we have to come back once again to a human analysis upon why this systemic problem is in our country. And now it's not only affecting African-American communities, this addiction to cocaine based derivative drugs like Oxycontin, you know, and opium based drugs like heroin and all of the sort is all over the country. And it's a problem, and we arrest individuals for having these issues of consuming them because they're very addictive. It's funny that these same cocaine-based or opium-derivative drugs come from Big Pharma. They They are in our pharmaceutical formularies in our hospitals all over the country who use these products to eliminate their pain and if the pain is very severe they can overconsume them or just consume them regularly and become addicted to it and it destroys their lives so what is it that we need to change okay we're going deeper to this hole here it's the fucking system no i did a little i did get angry there i'm sorry Because the system is designed to keep people in this vicious cycle of perpetual destruction, whether it's rapid or slow, to maintain a system of profit. We have to break free from that. So we went from Ronald Green... And the overreaction of these police officers who were filled with pride and Ronald Green, who was filled with fear because he consumed a product that was intentionally designed and orchestrated to go within these communities and criminalize these people heavily so that a system can be designed for profit off of this intentionality of destroying communities and not giving these communities an opportunity to come out of the system in which was imposed upon them. So from a human standpoint, what needs to change? And what will it take for us to come together to overcome that? I don't care 
if this issue appears to be only primarily affecting African-Americans because that's what the media will portray. It affects everybody. But yes, it did first effectively, profoundly, profoundly and effectively really corrupt and destroy the African-American community. That is truth. So why are these systems continually perpetuated in our country, which is the beautiful United States of America, and why do we want to support it? And then number two, why are we unwilling to hear these aspects of pain that come for those who live in this community and act as if these individuals are responsible for the outcomes that has taken place in their communities. Now, I will say this. Systematically, it was put in place to destroy the community and to gain profit from it. But number two, as I speak within myself, it is our responsibility as a community to become aware of it and remove it. Awareness and responsibility also has to come towards us. For those who live in those communities and see the ravages of what crack cocaine has done to us as a people, we need to be aware and we need to heal ourselves. But the first step of healing ourselves is acknowledging the system that has been put in place to keep us at this state and to fight against it. That's just true. So it is a two-way street. Accountability and understanding the system that has been put, put in place. And we need to be empathetic towards each other. So the next time you hear somebody say to you, I am scared. And I'm sorry. And I'm your brother. You don't see no motherfucking color. You see a human being in need of love and reconciliation instead of a being in need of punishment and death. Rise above the fray and be fucking human. This is D-Duff, coming with you with another daily solo, solo cast from This Is Nigga That Life, inspired by the late Nipsey Hussle. Yo, I did get emotional towards the end there, but I'm talking fact. I'm talking fact. We need to stop evaluating ourselves as people of different levels. <sighs> Trying to keep it here, all together. We need to stop looking at ourselves as people of different levels of, let's say, power and security or of race. Just, just look at each other as human beings. And I will say this again. What does it mean to be human? Hue is the spectrum of light that displays the various colors, colors that you see in your own perspective. And man is God in the flesh. So recognize each and every person by the divinity that has been given to them. From the universe. All of us are divine. 
So let's look at each other that way, and then we will see where we need to correct our behavior. So having said that, justice should be swiftly given to those officers who participated in Ronald Green's death, period, from a human standpoint. Give justice where justice is due. Because if the tables were turned and an African-American male did that to a police officer, justice would be swift. Equality is always the answer. Humanity is always the answer. Separation is the lie. Unity is the truth. That is the answer. So I want to encourage you, as I ascend back up into my thought and consciousness of oneness, for you to pursue your dreams in unconditional love. Don't always believe in the things you see. Understand that there is a system that needs to be abolished and replaced. And only we have the power to do so. In the words of Bob Marley, as I come back full circle, because I have to introduce music, we have to get up and stand up. Stand up for your rights. And you can only do that if you remove yourself from the ego. So if you have stayed in this podcast this long, please take the time to listen to some Bob Marley Rastafarian music. And if you have the opportunity, go ahead and roll up some ganja at the same time if you have it. And listen to what that song is saying. And see where pride is eliminated. And see where God is. Because we all need to understand that God is a living man. You can't fool people sometimes. But you can't fool all the people all the time. So now you see the light. Stand up for your rights. Ja. <laughs> Yo, thanks for hearing me out. I had to address that uh, horrible news that I heard about a week ago. And, you know, I know I usually talk about music, but this had to be spoken on. And we all need to grow and understand where we are all the same people. I love you all. And I will hear you on the next podcast. Remember, this is bigger than life. Pass the curriculum. And we will all graduate to the next level of consciousness, which is heaven on earth. Because it is a mind state. So let's change our minds. Let's free our minds and see that the abundance that we're seeking for has been within us the whole time. Peace out, you guys. And one. <laughs>